0: Hey everyone, I'm Megan Teets and this is Sorta Awesome. you to one of my co-hosts, Rebecca Hoffer of SimplyRebecca.com. In this episode, Rebecca is going to reveal to you the sort of surprising thing that she is always talking about. She also tells a story of a somewhat awkward, potentially unsafe situation that ended up with a happy ending when she met the man of her dreams. But first, we're going to kick things off with our awesome of the week. Hey, Rebecca. How are you, lady? Hi, Megan. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I am so excited that we have finally made time to sit down and do this. So excited. Yes, I have been waiting and waiting and I can't wait. Okay, before we even dig in, Rebecca doesn't know I'm going to say this, but I just want to uh, let everybody know that if it were not for Rebecca... You all would not be listening to the Sort of Awesome podcast at this moment because a couple of things. First of all, when I first started to talk about starting a podcast, I had a couple of names in mind and I floated them out to some friends Um, and I got a lot of good positive feedback and I had landed on one that I really liked a whole lot. Um, And Rebecca was one of the vocal minority that kind of was like, you know what? I don't really love that name for you. Yeah, I really did not like it. (laughs) No, I know. And at first that was hard to hear because I was pretty attached to the name I had settled on. But thankfully, Rebecca is one of those friends who will say the things that need to be said and she and I talked through on Voxer. I don't know if you all use Voxer. It's a fantastic, amazing app, especially for extroverts like Rebecca and I who have a lot of words. Anyway, Voxer. Yes, we Vox a lot. We talked through it on Voxer, and Rebecca helped me think through tons of names and helped me settle on Sorta Awesome. So if you're loving the idea of Sorta Awesome, you have Rebecca to thank if you think it's lame. You're welcome,
1: I guess. (laughs) I was happy to help. I have been very excited about this podcast. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Sorry for my negative opinions, but I'm really happy with the new name. Totally. Seriously. Everybody needs somebody in their life who will be like, hey, you know what? No, I don't think so. That's not for you. (laughs) And Rebecca's that person in my life. Seriously, I know if I need an opinion and someone that's going to tell me the truth, I turn to Rebecca. So, okay. So speaking of sort of awesome. One thing that we are going to do on this show is we're going to open with a segment called Awesome of the Week. And each week, both I and the person I'm talking to will bring something that's sort of awesome that has uh, happened to us, something that we've done, something we've listened to that we want to share with each other and share with you all. So this week, I'm going to let Rebecca kick things off with her Awesome of the Week. So tell us what you got. I
1: am ready. Okay, so my sort of awesome for the week is the movie In Your Eyes. Okay. I watched it on Netflix. Uh-huh. It's also available on Amazon. You have to pay like four or five dollars. I looked that up if you want to watch it on Amazon. Okay. But the reason why I love this movie, it's a romantic movie. Oh, yes, of course. And the reason why I loved it is because there was a focus on this mental connection between mm. the two characters. Okay. And let me explain the plot line a little bit it's a little strange and to be honest it's uh, some parts of it are a little bit lame because here's what it is there's these two people who live across the country from each other one's on the east coast one's like out west somewhere Mm -hmm. and they have this ability where their minds are connected that they can see what the other person is seeing and they can hear what they're hearing and they can sometimes feel what they're feeling Okay, so, for example, the one guy got like hit in a bar by mm-hmm. somebody, mm-hmm. and then the girl could feel that from across the country and wow. it like knocked her on the floor. whoa, okay, so kind of maybe a little lame, a little cheesy, right? So I was browsing through Netflix, I'm like, there's no way this yeah. movie is gonna be any good like right, this right. this is. So far fetched. This is just not going to be good. But it had amazing reviews, hmm. so I was like, "Oh, well, okay, I'll ch- trust the Netflix community."
0: So, <laughs> which, which is a scary proposition that can well, go either way on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: <laughs> i I watched it, and I fell in love with this movie, and I became so obsessed. And the more Ooh. that I thought about it. The more I realize that it's all about the mental connection and how sexy that is. Whoa. Okay. Because here's here's the thing. This is my problem with most like romantic comedies. Sure. Okay. Yes. They go straight from like first kiss into the bedroom. Right. right. Or you might have like a period piece like from way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And two, you know, the leading lady and the man like look at each other from like across the yes. room and then they share like five sentences. Right. And then he's asking for her hand in marriage. Totally. And I'm like, where did that connection come from? Like right. That that just doesn't really work for me. And in reality, neither of those situations, the romantic comedy straight into the bedroom or the staring at each other from across the room, now we're getting married scenario, neither one of those look like my love story. Right. Yes. So... The reason why I loved in your eyes so much is because it felt like the celebration of the mental connection and the build mm. that naturally happens mm. uh-huh. between two people as they're pursuing each other. I like it. And it felt like I was back in my dating days and like getting excited again about my husband oh. and the mental connection that we had. Right. Now, we could not see like through each other's eyes. Right. I mean, that's like scientific yes. weird. Um <laughs> Yes, but, I think we can
0: establish that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I just loved that that mental
0: connection that it was celebrating. That's awesome. It felt so yeah. different to me. Yeah. I loved that. Is it a recent movie? I don't I've not heard of it, but I am completely out of the loop on movies. Okay,
1: so it's an independent film and okay. it recently was released, but it was released straight to like online distribution. Oh. So it wasn't ever in the theater. Okay. So you can watch it on Netflix or you can watch it on Amazon and i loved it in your eyes okay. okay there there are some parts that are like ah oh, this is a little lame and cheesy and i'm not sure i totally love the ending but wow. man like seeing a real mental connection build between people it's like worth celebrating your own love story
0: okay awesome i will put that in the show notes for this show so people can check it out and i have to say i'm intrigued i well, yes most definitely it's I worth the watch check it out now did you watch this by yourself or did Nate watch it with you I watched it
1: by myself. Do you think that
0: couples could watch it together? Or is it more a chick flick genre?
1: Well, it's definitely a chick flick. Like, I think you got to know your guy. Mm -hmm. My guy, I think he would have liked it. But the, like, somewhat cheesy part about, you know, seeing each other, each other's world. I mean, that might be a little far-fetched for some guys to be able to cling on to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. I thoroughly enjoyed it all by myself, but you know, if, if the listeners watch it with a significant other, I want to hear about it and I want to hear how it goes over.
0: Yes, definitely. We do need follow up on that. That is so true. Okay. Thank you. That is very awesome. I love it. I am going to check it out myself what are you bringing to the table this week okay awesome of the week also has to do with netflix so i mean i guess we can awesome. kind of agree that netflix <laughs> is awesome across the board what did we do before netflix i mean seriously I, um I don't know. okay so netflix house of cards original series Have you watched it have not watched it. Okay. have S- not heard of it. So Kyle and I uh, have watched House of Cards. It is a Netflix original. We watched the first two seasons as they were released. Um, we, I think we've actually watched all of Netflix's original productions. I'm going to have to double check on that. I don't want to lie to anybody. But um, this is one that we checked out specifically because both of us are huge fans of Kevin Spacey. Um, who plays the lead in it, Frank Underwood, and his wife, Claire Underwood, is played by Robin Wright, who most people of our generation know as the Princess Bride, and oh, she yes. has had a wonderfully and remarkable uh, wonderfully celebrated, remarkable career since then, since The Princess Bride. So um, it's a political story. We watch the first few seasons. It kind of shows Frank Underwood, um, Kevin Spacey. He is not a good dude. He is a politician from South Carolina. And we watch how he navigates the political landscape in Washington and all of this sort of um, like dirty backhanded mm. um, and just like the gross underworld of Washington that you know, probably is pretty true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you watch him uh, through the first three seasons, the first two seasons as he sort of on his trajectory to power. Well, by season three, which Kyle and I just watched this past week, and that's why it's the awesome of the week for me. Um, he has all of his political conniving has paid off and he is in the white house. So it follows Frank and Claire as, you know, as he has taken over in the White House and all of the different um, things that he sort of all of the seeds that he has planted along the way, both good and bad and a lot of bad are really coming to fruition. Um, the first two seasons, I have to say, I was not like totally in love with it. I thought it was fantastically done. I feel like Netflix does a great job with all of their originals, but it wasn't like something that I was going to just go on and on talking about how much I loved it season three was amazing. And it's interesting that you were talking about relationship dynamic in your uh, awesome of the week with that movie. Because what I really liked about season three, and it's one of those things where the more I think about it, like we finished it a few days ago. But the more I think about it, the more I love it, because it really looks at the marriage between Frank and Claire. What it has been in the past and what being in the White House does to their marriage. Some things. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's super, super interesting. Um, some surprising things happen. And it's one of those things where, I don't know if you feel this way, because I know you have done a couple of Netflix binges where you just watch a series mm-hmm. all the way through. Um, <laughs> oh, honey, <yeah. laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, I wish I could talk to somebody about, I need to talk about season three of House of Cards right now. I just finished it. But the thing about netflix you're talking about netflix community is like everybody's watching different things at different times oh, and you yeah. can't you don't want to like put on facebook anything that would spoil it for anybody but oh, at the no, same no, no, time no, no, no. i feel like i need to have a major debrief with somebody so if you are out there listening and you have finished house of cards through the end of season 3 and you want to talk let's figure out a way to talk about it because i have many thoughts on season 3 of house of cards that is my awesome of the week
1: so. Well, question for you. Do you yeah. feel like you need to have a natural interest in
0: politics or how no. all that works in order to appreciate the show? Absolutely not. Although it it's hard for me to say that because I do enjoy a good political thriller. I do. Um I enjoy even just like I don't know, do you watch Scandal? It's no, sort of centered. I've seen it like flipping around. Okay. But it's centered no. around White House politics too. I don't know. Maybe I do like it more than I would have ever thought that I did. (laughs) Because now I'm thinking of several things like the West Wing. I really liked that. I don't know that you would have to really be into politics so much as just, um, you know, character study. Like I said, Kevin Spacey, and really, to some extent, his wife, she's not necessarily, like, morally bad, like he is. But she is um, very cold and very calculating. Both of them are. And so... Just watching how all of that, like I said, just the fruits of all of that play out in season three, Mm -hmm. super interesting, just in terms of human storytelling.
1: So, okay. Well, I will have to add that to my next Netflix binge
0: list. Yes. It's good for binging. It is. It is. Okay. So in the future, what we're going to do in our second segment of the show is take questions from you all, the listeners. And I'm going to tell you at the end of the show, how you can get those questions to us. Um, that we will be doing our best to give you some awesome answers for. But since we don't have any questions from you to answer yet, and because I want each of you to really get to know your co-host team here at Sorta Awesome, I have started out with some questions for each of my co-hosts. So we're going to move into the Q&A segment, and this Q&A is focused on Rebecca. So, Rebecca. I would love to hear from you, first of all, just give us a rundown. Could you give us your life story in about five minutes or less? Okay, here we go. Here we
1: go. I grew up in Ohio in a Christian home on a farm. Hmm. Um, I have two siblings who are 10 and 12 years older than I am. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that had a little bit of an interesting dynamic. Yes, you know, the
0: the baby of the family by extreme. Okay, I don't think um, I ever knew that about you. I knew you had siblings, but I did not realize that age difference was there. That is so interesting. Okay, yeah, go ahead. and I
1: I feel like that really does make a difference in how you grow up. Yes. So you know, I spent a lot of time playing with imaginary friends, doing song and dance shows for imaginary audiences, right? Things right. like that. Um, and then, you know, moving into high school. I got involved more in theater, um, moving away from imaginary audiences to real audiences. Real life audiences. Real life audiences. Really fell in love with theater. Um, That's also when I went on my first missions trip. Um, My parents and I, we went to Honduras for a little bit of time uh, to work with people in a dental clinic to help people with their dental and health needs there. That's also where I had my first
0: kiss. Just an interesting Whoa, was factoid it, about me. Was it somebody on the uh, mission trip with you or was it one of um, the
1: I He was like locals. local staff. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I know. Scandalous, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> Scandal. <laughs> I'm terrible. Anywho. Kissing for um, Jesus is what Rebecca <laughs> wants you go. to remember about her life story. Exactly. <laughs> I'm such an example. Okay. (laughs) Then, you know, then I went to a private Christian college in Virginia. And uh, that's where...
0: Do you feel like you can tell us?
1: I went to Eastern Mennonite University.
0: Eastern Mennonite University. Yeah, I grew up in a a Mennonite
1: home. Um, But now, see, there's different kinds of Mennonites. There's, like, the Mennonites that dress in very conservative clothing, wear, like, bonnets and Mm -hmm. stuff. And then there are Mennonites who look like me, which is...
0: More mainstream culture. Um, e- exactly. Minimize. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was okay. going
1: to say normal, but that's a really like egotistical way of describing <laughs> how they <I> look. <laughs> so I went to that Christian school um, and one of my first most important memories of that college, uh, my freshman roommate and I, we went walking one day through the campus trying to meet people and you know just get familiar with the campus and there was this guy hanging out his window of his like first floor Mm -hmm. dorm room Mm -hmm. and he was playing guitar which he did not know how to play oh wow and making up songs (laughs) and beckoning to anybody walking by to come crawl through his window and my roommate and I being the naive (laughs) new freshman that we were we're like okay we're trying to meet people Uh uh-huh uh-huh
0: So we crawled through the window. Well, that was a safe thing to do for sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: well, it, I mean, it was—it's a small community and Christian was another college day in there, age. so okay. it was yes. fine. But the room was filled with this awkward collection of guys that, for some reason, <laughs> seemed like they were all a whole lot taller than me. I'm like five two, and they—I just remember there being very loud music. It was kind of dark, and there was a lot of really tall guys in that room.
0: And I, I feel—I like, feel concerned for freshman Rebecca right <laughs> now. <laughs> Well, I'm, it was awkward
1: more yes, than anything. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: not, not a very good environment to like get to know people. You know, you can't hear right. anything. Right, right. And yes. you can barely see anybody. Mm, so mm-hmm. anyway, my, my roommate and I left. But the highlight of that story is that I ended up marrying the man that was beckoning me to call, crawl through his window. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: And my roommate also married a man that was in that room. Wow. Okay. Isn't that
0: crazy? So moral of the story, take a chance, crawl through the window, you might meet your mate. That is the key to getting your MRS degree. (laughs) Be open to window crawling. I'm so glad that that story had a happy ending because that could have gone south really badly. (laughs) Well, yeah. I
1: mean, it was a pretty tame campus, but it definitely was strange. So then the rest of my college was spent um, studying video production and theater more traveling around the world. I did a ton of traveling in college, some because of required requirements with my college, some not. Um, And, you know, I just fell madly in love with my soon to be future Mm -hmm. husband, Nate. Yes. So after college, um, I moved to Pennsylvania to be closer to Nate and his family so that we could spend some time dating close together. Because we actually spent quite a bit of our dating time apart doing long distance because it was not fun at all. He did a lot of international missions. I was doing a lot of um, international travel and I think we spent by our two year anniversary, we had spent an hour and six or sorry, a year and six months apart from each other. Oh, gosh, that's hard. So it was hard. So I moved to be closer to him and eventually we were engaged, got married. I started working for a travel agency, which was a nice office job. But I felt like my creativity was dying inside and I was desperate for a change yes I can see how that would
0: stifle the creativity right there it, yes.
1: oh, <laughs> help me so I started working for a professional theater in the area mm-hmm. and I worked backstage there okay. I actually worked in the catwalks during the shows Amazing. and so I still own a ton of black clothing from that I um, bet you too top. yes yes yeah I worked there until I had Grace. So even at nine months pregnant, I was like up in the catwalks
0: moving around. You are a rock star, yes. Oh, I'm totally totally a rock star. Totally.
1: So after Grace, um, my daughter was born. I became a stay at home mom. Okay. And I really started missing the outlet, my extroverted self, of like talking to my coworkers, expressing my opinions about things, Mm -hmm. uh, sharing all of my wonderful knowledge about things. (laughs) And so I decided to start a blog to start Mm -hmm. spewing all of that somewhere else as you do so,
0: all of us have <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> so I started writing at simplyrebecca.com mm-hmm. and that's where I focus on like natural living tips mm-hmm. how to save money on things yes and general parenthood things you're good
0: with the frugal stuff frugal hacks you're a oh, I'm good frugal to the
1: core it's it, it, it just it's like naturally like part of me yes so it's just kind of the way that I'm wired mm-hmm. I hate to spend money mm-hmm. um So, you know, over the past several years, I've been working to grow that. My husband, Nate, is the director of a homeless shelter. And these days, you know, we're spending all of our time navigating the joys and challenges of
0: raising little ones. Yes. Um, You have another child, too, right? Yes. After Grace,
1: um, we have Noah. So Grace now is five and a half, and Noah will be three next month. Little sweethearts. Oh, they're darling. You can say that because they're (laughs) napping, right? Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, I've learned that like I'm the happiest when I'm being creative and I always thought that that would be me like on the stage, but I'm learning more and more these days that that doesn't necessarily have to be through acting, but that I also can grow my inner creative self through my blog and my writing and my photography Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and even just like coloring with my kids and reading storybooks to them. So that's what I'm working
0: on and embracing totally i love it that is a fantastic life story and i have to say of all of the stories i've heard of how i met my spouse yours is <laughs> yours is in the hall of fame that's pretty fantastic in fact didn't you you wrote a whole series on your blog about it right i did Do i you did you think we can grab that link for the show notes in case somebody Most wants the, the more than 5 minute version most definitely. Awesome.
1: I yes. you know, I'm biased, but I think we have a pretty unique love story with, gonna go the window yes. with the window and, and the, the guitar, all the, and all the traveling and yes. how all that worked out. So, yes. yeah,
0: I I love my love story. Okay, we're going to pop that into the show notes for sure. Okay, next question for you. And you kind of maybe hit on a little bit of it um, in in finishing up your life story there. But what are some of the biggest challenges that you're facing just in in personal life right now, um, personal, professional, just whatever? Right. What are some of your challenges that you're facing at this moment?
1: Well, I would say a a big overall struggle is always balancing the work. With the blog and Mm. life and my husband and I feeling connected amongst the chaos of the kids and his long hours, you know, and I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah. I would say like a really specific current struggle of like today is just trying to learn how to discipline my kids.
0: Yes. And
1: how they're so different. Grace has always been so eager to please mm-hmm. and so eager mm-hmm. to do the right thing and yes. responds very well mm-hmm. to pretty mild forms of discipline. Mm-hmm. And then there's Noah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then there's Noah. And yeah,
0: so no, that sounds exactly like my oldest two. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> oh, well, then you need to teach me, girl, because I discipline him and he just screams at me so stop it mommy and he's just like not impressed and he does this thing where like he's hitting now when he's angry oh the
0: hitting oh please no you can't
1: do this i I mean he's two but like uh, you know discipline just is never it's never fun and then trying to okay well let's figure out
0: does this method work or this method yeah you know it's just it's it's a struggle. Gotcha. I mean, those those years when the kids are little and it's like all day, every day, hands-on, like correcting and encouraging and redirecting and all of that, it is exhausting. So, yeah. Well, it you can really see, can be. I can see that that would be the challenge of the moment. So I hear you on that. And staying connected Im- amongst the chaos, for sure. Amen. Huge. Yes. Okay. One more question for you, if you don't mind. <laughs> Sure. (laughs) Too bad. I have you trapped. You must answer. Um, So I think all of us, all of us on a very human level have a thing that we're like, just we're really into. Like we (laughs) stick it so hard. And once you get us started talking about it, it's hard to get us to shut up. Um, Mm -hmm. Anybody who knows me knows one of my things is personality type stuff. I love to talk about it, especially Myers-Briggs stuff. Uh, I think Everyone in my life probably rolls their eyes so hard once I start going, well, you know, that is actually really appropriate for your type. <laughs> my husband oh, bless his I heart. Think
1: that's so fascinating.
0: <laughs> I love when you go on your little tangents. I learned yeah, so much from you. I do go on a tangent. I sure do about <laughs> it. So, okay, so anyway, to take it back though to talking to you, um, what what is something in your life that you're just always talking about, that you're that you dig so hard and that you're always um, you always have a lot to say to the people around you about it?
1: Well, I think the easy answer would be my blog or my kids. Um, Yeah. You know, yada, yada. Right. Um, But what I really love is if I can find someone to talk about reality TV or (laughs) YouTube and the sad thing is this is like going back to your house of cards problem like nobody cares about the reality TV show that I'm into and so I'm like just silently obsessing in my mind like wishing I could spew all
0: these thoughts out about The Bachelor. The Bachelor. The Bachelor. (laughs) For for Rebecca she's tried to talk to me about The Bachelor and I just I'm not into it. <laughs> or Big Brother. Do you watch Big Brother? Oh I no, I feel like I feel like I miss here's the thing. How you're you're younger than me by quite a few years, right?
1: Well not that many. I'm 37. But, but...
0: How, how old are you? You left I'm... that you left that out of your life story. <laughs> I'm 33. Okay, see now I really do I feel like that is a big enough span of time. I feel like with Big Brother especially I just missed the, I missed the cultural boat on that. Um, I feel like people that are younger than me love Big Brother. It's been on for a long time, hasn't it?
1: It really has. I've watched every season except for the very first one. And I think it's
0: like, I think this was like season 16 this past summer oh or something. Gosh. Wow. So obviously, a lot of people still dig it. How can you not find anyone to talk to? I don't to know.
1: The next time I make a new friend, I'm taking applications. You yes. must be into The Bachelor, whole franchise, Big Brother. You got to watch really dumb YouTube videos with me. I mean, I I need that outlet. Yes. I just,
0: it it's so ridiculous. Nobody, nobody cares. But for some well, reason, I just really do. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what. Now, I'm not into The Bachelor or Big Brother, but you have... Brought me over to the dark side of YouTube, okay. Mm-hmm. I I only have you to blame and also thank for that, <laughs> because <laughs> you um. Well, one one YouTube channel I don't even know how to use the right vernacular here. Channel, you channel, say channel, okay. That I love so much that I actually watch with my girls a lot now is Rhett and Link. Is,
1: oh, do, do they you? have a name
0: for their show? I just we just good call them Mythical. Red. Oh, good yes. Mythical Morning. Yes, good Mythical Morning. I should have brought that for my awesome of the week because my girls and I love it. We watch it together. It's um, family friendly, which a lot of stuff on YouTube it really is. that's funny mm-hmm. is not so much stuff that you would want to watch with your kids, as you right. I have discussed. Um, but Good Mythical Morning is amazing. And the girls will pop off with all of this like trivia and... All kinds of things. I'll be like, where did you learn that? And they're like, good mythical morning. <laughs> That's funny. You know, just this morning, I actually was watching it
1: in bed with Grace before we crawled out of bed. Yes, it is so She doesn't funny. always get it. I mean, Grace is five, so there's some things that like she doesn't quite get. Right. But it's it's safe and they're entertaining and
0: energetic and it it keeps our attention. Yes. In fact, I had to take the girls to the dentist on Tuesday and they had, they didn't have like side-by-side appointments. They were back to back. So, Mm -hmm. um, Daisy had gone and gotten her teeth cleaned and checked and all of that. And then we had to wait for quite a while while they uh, did some stuff with Eliza. And she's like, can I please watch good mythical morning on your phone? And so we just sat there in the waiting room and we were just giggling to ourselves. We were watching one. I think it was one of their will it donut, Episodes where they put, I ridiculous. love
1: their food challenges. <laughs> oh Will it donut, Willet put... pizza. Yes. They are
0: the best. <laughs> so funny. And see, I feel like I am the last person in my family to come around to YouTube. My husband has his channels that he loves to watch, his things that he's into. The girls definitely do. They love, I've told you this before, they love to watch um like Minecraft gamers. And that has kind of expanded into other gaming. I has Cupquake is their, like, person they love so much. I know. You're like, um, yeah. Well,
1: those gaming channels, like, they're yeah. really popular, and yes. it's just crazy. I mean, you yes. can
0: find anything on YouTube. Like, you, you can really find can. anything. That is what I did not realize. I thought YouTube was mostly just, like, America's Funniest Home Videos type stuff. Like, people and filming funny themselves. Funny cats. Being, yes, doing stupid things, funny cats, Maybe. babies falling down, whatever. <laughs> And they put it on YouTube for a long time. I really and truly thought that's what it was until my husband and my daughters started getting into it. And I was like, huh. And so anyway, bring it all back. Rhett and Link, Good Mythical Morning. That is something that, um, that we've been enjoying so much. Um, so all of that is to say, you need to keep up your evangelism for YouTube because there is stuff out there. Yeah, or I need new friends or something. I don't know. I need an <laughs> I need, need an outlet <laughs>
1: to, 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 to talk. Yeah, clearly I'm going to jump to that conclusion. Okay, that's that's the answer to my problem is that I get all new friends. <laughs> sorry, sorry to any of my real life I know, friends who may thinking. choose to,
0: to listen. To this In podcast. the meantime, your real friends are like, thank you for that. <laughs>
1: I would love you more if you watched Big Brother.
0: Yes, Uh, that's awesome. Okay, Um, I think that was all I was going to ask you. Yes, I'm pretty sure that was all I was going to ask you. That is super informative. And if hey, if you're listening and you also enjoy the YouTube or The Bachelor and Big Brother – you're going to want to find Rebecca because obviously the woman needs someone to talk to about these <laughs>
1: Please. I will be taking applications for yes. friendships. You okay. may email me.
0: Rebecca, <laughs> speaking of where, of people tracking you down to talk about these things, right. where can we find you on the World Wide Web? Where's the best place okay. to, to hook up with you?
1: Well, I am Simply Rebecca everywhere. My blog is simplyrebecca.com and okay. then you can... Find me there on Facebook and Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter. Um, but Rebecca is spelled R E B E K A H. That's right, it's a little tricky. A little, a little tricky. Yes, I think if you, I think if you would search for it, the traditional spelling with two C's, I think you would still find me, but
0: it's it's with a K A H with a K A H. Yes. (laughs) Okay, I'm sure difficult. you've probably not had to spell that a million times in your oh, life. Oh, <laughs>
1: I have to, I, every, yeah, and my last name. I have to spell my last name, too, which is not Hoffer. It's not that, it's, that's, it's exactly you know, how you would think that it would be spelled, but people are like, I'm sorry, what, huh? Because it's ever, just
0: not that. Since your um, spelling is a little untraditional, do you ever get mispronunciations? Like people look at it and they don't recognize that it's Rebecca, or do people generally figure that it's Rebecca pretty quickly?
1: I think they, they figure it out. But I've had a lot of, like, strange misspellings because people mm. know that it's not, oh, like, right, the right. normal way. Yes. So they spell, it, like, all kinds of ways, mm-hmm. like, with two Ks or, like, yes. a C and a K and, like, Hs in different places. <laughs> so, random Hs thrown
0: in. Yeah. yeah. So it <laughs> – yeah. yeah. No, I, I get that totally. Um, My first and last name also are a little tricky on the spelling. Megan, I, I think, is the – It's like the simplest way to spell Megan, M-E-G-A-N. But the pronunciation throughout my life, I have had so many people call me Megan, which is the one version of my name. And apologies to any Megans who are listening. It's it's lovely, but it's so different from, well, to my ear anyway. It's so different from what my name actually is. That it really bothers me, <laughs> Megan. Yes, Megan. Mm-hmm. And of course, my last name's kind of a nightmare, so I find that I <laughs> spell first and last name. I just I don't even wait for people to ask anymore. I just I don't either. It,
1: you so. just gotta go for it. Yes. Yeah.
0: So you are simply Rebecca with a k a h dot com. Yes, ma'am. Is the blog and right? Then that's We correct. can just find you anywhere on the web from there. Anywhere and everywhere with simply okay. Rebecca. Okay. Well, I'm going to totally put that in the show notes as well. Um, anything else that we need to, to disclose about you or something that, that people need to know? I don't think so. Okay. I think we've kind of covered all the ground. I mean, I feel like when you tell people your life story, you kind of, yeah, there's
1: really nowhere else to go from there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I definitely am going to link to the love story as well, because that is well worth the time to read it. So Fantastic. Okay, awesome. I am so thankful that you are joining me in this. And I'm so thankful that you have been behind the scenes, both cheerleading and booty kicking me along the way. (laughs) It's been fun. I love this show up and going. So thank you for joining me in this. I'm so thankful. Thank you, Megan. Okay, we will talk later. Bye. Bye. So everyone, thank you for joining us here at Sorta Awesome. Just as a reminder, you can head on over to sortaawesomemegan.tumblr.com and click on the Ask Us link to submit your questions for us to answer in an upcoming episode. Some areas Rebecca is particularly knowledgeable about include frugal hacks for family life, breastfeeding, cooking family meals, especially freezer cooking and other frugal cooking tips, Um, as well as all things reality TV. You can follow the Tumblr for updates on the show or sign up for the mailing list at tinyletter.com slash sorta awesome. As always, special thanks to the band Prager for allowing us to use their incredible song Strut for our In-N-Out music. Check out the show notes for more information on Prager. And I'll meet you back here next time as we explore, discover, and discuss all the things that make life sorta amazingly awesome.